the word apostasy is the formal disaffiliation from, abandonment of, the rejection of Christianity by someone who formerly was a Christian. It means falling away. It means unfaithfulness. It means rebellion. It means backsliding. It means to depart or revolt. And it has been described as a willful falling away. Come on, somebody. Uh, this is not something that just happens by accident. This is something that is intentional. Falling away from and rebelling against the doctrine of Jesus Christ. It is rejection of Christ by one that has once believed in him. A person who has abandoned their faith in the God of the covenant. Who manifests himself most completely in Jesus Christ. So we're going to talk about three different indications that one has become an apostate. The first one is departing from the faith. Can someone uh, give a definition of departing or to depart? Uh-huh. Stop believing in the truth. Anybody else have something to add to that? Uh-huh. Stop believing in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Anybody else have anything? Uh huh. So leaving behind what you've been taught. Uh huh. So we're moving away from the truth into another direction. It means we've exited, we quit, we just getting folks are quitting and giving up. We're living in that time where people are falling away from truth. Amen. If you stop believing in the truth, you abandon what you have learned. And it's a crucial time that we really hold on to truth because this is an era of deception where the truth is being watered down. Come on, somebody. So it's very crucial that you hold on to what you have been taught because the devil don't mind you dancing and shouting. They don't mind you speaking in tongues, but he comes to steal the word of God from you, the seed of the word of God that has been planted on the inside of you. Amen. So I wanted to read out of the book of Jeremiah, the second chapter. That's one of the scriptures here. 
and you can turn there with me. Jeremiah 2 and verse 5. And the Bible said, Thus saith the Lord, What iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they are gone far from me, and have walked out the vanity, and are become vain? Uh, the Amplified said, Thus saith the Lord, What unrighteousness did your fathers find in me? that they went far from me and habitually went after emptiness, falseness, and futility, and themselves have become fruitless and worthless. My God, God is saying, what is it that I did to you that would cause you to walk away from me? Oh, my God. So God had an indictment uh, against his people for backsliding, from walking away from the true and living God. God is questioning the people. What is it that I've done to you? In other words, God saying, haven't I been good to you? Uh, can't nobody treat you like I can treat you. Can't nobody do you like God can do you. What is it that I've done to you that you would turn and you would walk away from me? Oh, my God, uh, that's a tough question. Uh, oh, my God, sometimes God asks the question. He already know the answer, uh, but he's going to ask the people the question. What is it that I've done? Uh, God said, you didn't find no fault in me. You didn't find no unrighteousness in me. Oh, my God. So we have to ask ourselves these questions. Uh, oh, when we get in our feelings and we get our twos and we decide that we want to come up missing and don't want to come to church and worship, we have to ask ourselves, what is it that God have done? He ain't done nothing. He ain't done nothing. Oh, my God. He's not the one that's guilty. But the people, we are all guilty. Oh, God will never be the one that will be held charged uh, uh, because the people go astray, uh, because the people decide to quit, uh, because the people decide to give up. Uh, it's something on the inside of us that is the issue. It's never God. Oh, we'll never be able to charge God. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, he said, what iniquity did your fathers find in me? He said, I've been the same. I haven't changed. God has always been the same. He's always been righteous. He's always been just. He's always been holy. He's always been good. Woo, my God. The Bible said in the book of Psalms, a fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Uh, oh, folks are all of a sudden decide now that there is no such thing uh, as God and holiness. Uh, oh, the Bible is just another book and another story, but the devil is a liar. Uh, oh, saints, uh, you better rise up uh, and you better stand uh, on what you believe uh, like never before. Uh, you better believe in the God of the Bible. Oh my God, you better trust and believe in his word. I don't care who walk away. I don't care who stop. I don't care who quit, who stop. But you keep on going. You keep on trusting. You keep on believing. Oh my God. Because the love of many have waxed cold. This is a cold generation. The hearts of many have gotten cold.
Cold to the point where they don't want to come to the service of God. There was a time where people earnestly wanted to come and be a part of the service of God. They don't even have that hunger and that thirst anymore after righteousness. And the Bible says they will be filled. Don't have that heart to see the ministry moving forward and growing and thriving because the hearts of have waxed cold. You got to make sure your heart don't get cold. Huh? You can be in the midst of a cold generation and you still can be on fire for God. Uh, you still can have a yearning uh, and a hunger and a thirst after righteousness. Uh, you still can do that which is right in the eyesight of God. Uh, even in the midst of a generation uh, that has grown cold. Uh, oh my God. Uh, but you got to have a made up mind and a determination that I'm going all the way with the Lord because he that endures to the what? To the end, the same shall be saved. Oh, so we got some scriptures here. <clears throat> the first one is 1 Timothy 4. 1 Timothy 4. And we're going to Diverse that a little bit. And it's going to go kind of back and forth between the different topics of departing from the faith and the next one, heeding to seducing spirits. And the last one, doctrines of devils. Amen. So 1 Timothy. <clears throat> The fourth chapter, starting in verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. But that don't have to be you. Giving heed or listening to or entertaining uh, seducing spirits. Huh? Devoting themselves to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. And anybody done had a hot iron and you done had some delicate fabric and you didn't turn the temperature down, what happened to that fabric? Huh? You burned it up, didn't you? Huh? There's certain fabrics that ain't as thick as cotton. <laughs> and you have to turn that temperature down on that iron, because if you don't, you got a big old burnt mark and a hole in it. And most of the time, the fabric get on the iron. Anybody never been there? You have to scrape it off and clean the iron off. Well, that's what's going to happen in the minds of folks that's walking away from truth. Huh? Their conscience has been seared with a hot iron. Huh? <laughs> Forbidden to marry, commanded to abstain from meats. Huh? This is all this crazy stuff that folks is coming up with, coming up with all kinds of doctrines that ain't based on truth. Hmm. Which God have created to be received with thanksgiving 
Oh, we got all kinds of craziness coming up on the scene now. Huh? Uh, not to eat meat. You know, go, go vegan. You're going to need some protein somewhere. Huh? The Bible said nothing is to be refused, but you receive it with thanksgiving and with prayer. Huh? You better stop listening to these crazy folks. Huh, coming up with all these bright ideas and all this new fancy stuff, huh? Because it sounds good. With thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. We're talking about folks that used to believe and knew the truth. It'd be different if they didn't know the truth. But we're talking about folks that's been taught. The folks that's been in the church and received the rudiments of the gospel. That knew the doctrine and now want to come up with foolishness. For every creature of God is good, nothing to be refused. If it is to be received, with what? Thanksgiving. The problem is that we ain't giving thanks. That's what a problem come in at. Huh? We sit down at the dinner table and we don't give thanks. Huh? We say bless and sanctify, but did you give thanks? Thank you, God, for my food. So when we do it like the Bible said, then it works. But God is not obligated to honor it if we go against what the words say. Amen. So we're talking about here giving heed to a seducing spirit. Because we must admit we're living in a time of seduction in the atmosphere. Uh, and if you done ever watched, you know, one of those movies uh, where there was a seduction going on. Uh, oh, once they get into your head, uh, oh, it's easy for your body to follow. <laughs> oh, come on here. Once something get into your head, it's easy for your body to follow. And that is the problem. We let too much junk get in our head, and so then it's easy for our feet to walk on out. <laughs> oh, come on here. You got to be careful what you entertain. You got to be careful what you listen to. You got to be careful what you open your spirit up for. You better keep your spirit closed off to this mess. You got to have your mind and your spirit open to the truth. And that's it and that's all. A lot of this junk, even on these so-called Christian uh, stations on TV, is a bunch of mess. Huh? The mainstream radio, a bunch of mess. You got to be so very careful in this era of what you listen to and what you entertain because that stuff can get in your spirit and crowd your spirit and before you know it, you'll just be off in left field. The Bible says in 1 John, the fourth chapter, very familiar scripture, verse one, beloved, believe not every spirit. That's the problem. We believe in it too much stuff. Huh? Don't you believe in every spirit? There's a lot of spirits out here. But you're supposed to try the spirit. Come on, somebody. To see whether they are God. 
See, we ain't putting nothing to the test. Uh, we're just lapping up stuff and just believing it because it's in the church and it's in the pulpit. Huh? Because they speak in big fancy words and they real deep and got a big cross on and got a fancy title and they got a following and they got hermeneutics uh, and they can sing good. Uh, oh my God. Uh, but beloved, you got to trust the spirits. You got to be real cautious. This is a cautious time. You can't believe any and everything. They're picking up a microphone. Oh, my God. Oh, you better be looking at some fruits here. You should be a fruit inspector. Oh, my God. Oh, if the preacher's name is in the press. Oh, my God. For the wrong reasons. He got a watermelon and he's supposed to have peaches. Hmm? Getting caught up with a man huh, in the church. That's the wrong fruit on the tree. I don't care how good he can sing. Oh, come on here. You got to be watchful. It's the lifestyle that should be speaking loud. And if God don't endorse it with his anointing. Oh, my God. I'm here to tell you today, God's ministers, the fivefold ministry, I don't care what kind of title you got. You got to be endorsed by God. God's got to shake heaven's salt on your life. Oh, my God. When you preach, you teach, you sing, you minister. If you're an elder, if you're an overseer, if you're a deacon, any part of the ministry, you got to be endorsed by the anointing because the anointing it's what destroys the yoke, not the gift. The anointing. Try the spirit. <laughs> By the spirit to see whether they have God. Because many false prophets are going out into the world. Many of them. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. How do you recognize the spirit of God? That's the question. <laughs> Jump saying now, children, this is how you know what the Spirit of God is. Anybody, if you read in the next verse, if you happen to be in 1 John 4, it'll tell you. This is open book, by the way. Wait a minute. Y'all read that a little bit louder. That's the answer to the question. Confess it, Jesus Christ, come in the flesh. Huh? So we got a lot of folks here, huh? Not talking about in this assembly. They're talking about in this era of church. They proclaim to be ministers of the gospel, handling the holy scriptures, ministering to the peoples of God, holding big conferences and conventions, but cannot tell you that Jesus is God. Can't tell you. If you question them, who is God? They couldn't give you a clear answer. If you question them, is Jesus Christ uh, God in the flesh? Woo! Couldn't answer it. Huh? Stumbling on 
Oh, my God. So it's a whole lot of things that we got to be mindful of, saints. If they can't tell you what they believe, you need to turn them off. You need to cut them off. Stop entertaining any and everything. Exactly. They don't mind saying the name. But can they tell you that he's God? Hmm? That's the kicker. Uh, we got a whole lot of folks out here saying Jesus, 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 Jesus. But they can't tell you that they believe that he is God, that he is the chief cornerstone. And the apostles' doctrine is what the New Testament church is built upon. They can't tell you that. Huh? You got to watch out for this kind of stuff because the devil is very crafty. <laughs> very crafty. He'll tell you some stuff. It'll sound so good, mother. And before you know it, that stuff done got up here. Huh? And once it get up here, I'm telling you, and it get in your spirit, it's hard to get that junk out of your spirit. Huh? Then the next thing you know, you'll be questioning your faith. You'll be questioning the very doctrine of the apostles and Jesus Christ. Wondering, is this real? Huh? Is, is this right? Is this the right way? Or have I been taught wrong all the time? It'll have you questioning stuff. That's why you can't entertain it. Oh, my God. Then I'm paraphrasing verse 3. If you look at the next verse. So every spirit that can't confess that Jesus is God is a spirit of Antichrist. The spirit of Antichrist is already at work. Huh? You see that every day. Anything that opposes the work and life, burial, death, resurrection of Jesus Christ is the Antichrist. <laughs> you can't believe that Jesus is born of a virgin. You can't believe that Jesus walked the earth, performed miracles. You can't believe that Jesus died on the cross. Oh, my God, for our salvation, that we would have a right to the tree of life and that he was buried and then he rose on the third day. You can't believe that. And that he rose with all power and he ascended, oh, my God, into the heavens where he reigns and rules. You can't believe that the New Testament church, when he gave the assignment to the apostles, the twelve, the 12, the last time I heard was 12. <laughs> you can't believe that. And we got people that are struggling with that. They want to say he's just a man. He was just a prophet. Huh? Isn't that what the Islams uh, say? Oh, he was just a good man. He was a prophet. No, he was more than that. Jesus is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And the Bible says we are completing him because he is the foundation. He is Alpha, Omega, beginning and the ending. And when you begin, you see Jesus. And when you 
crucified. Woo! Yes. It's in the name of Jesus. Right. That's right. Well, there's a whole lot of deception going on. I'm getting ready to get down to it. Uh, because I just listened to a very prominent preacher last night. I was very disappointed and very disgusted. Uh, they're supposed to be preaching a revival and come up with the Trinitarian doctrine. And this is in a holiness church. We're talking about people that are supposed to be teachers and pillars of the foundation, pastoring big congregations, speaking the Trinitarian doctrine in a holiness church. What are three gods at? Somebody show it to me in the scripture. Where is Trinity? Can you, can you point it out? For, for all those that believe in the Trinity, point it out to me in the scripture. We got time. We in Sunday school. Where is it? You won't find it. <laughs> Y'all better stop lapping up all this junk. Pay attention because it was very subtle. She was preaching hard. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to preach to you about the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Sister, that's all one. It's all one. Jesus said, when you have seen the Father, you've seen me. He is the Father. <laughs> Come on here. The Bible said that he is a spirit. Is that the Bible y'all reading? And they that worship him must what? Worship him in spirit and in truth. So he's all of that. Huh? How we come up with three different doctrines? There are three gods up there. You go back to the Old Testament. I believe it was in the book of Deuteronomy. Hero Israel. Our Lord is what? One Lord. Then you flip over to the New Testament. The book of Ephesians. I believe it was a fourth chapter, verses five. One Lord, one faith, and what? One baptism. Who did they come up with three guys? No three of them. You used to hear one preacher say, ain't no three God uh, got to work with one, got to fight against one devil. <laughs> no three of them. Oh, my God. So this is the type of deception that we got to deal with. When he said, go and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, he was talking about Jesus. In the name of, not the title of. He know his title. He don't need you to continue to call him father. Hey, son. Hey, Holy Spirit. Come down 
and indwell in us. Huh? He know who he is. You ain't got to flatter him by his titles. He said, go in the name. Baptize in the, in the name. But see, folks, it's so deep now, you know. You can't tell them nothing. They want to try to argue and split hairs over one scripture when they should have just slowed down long enough to read in the name. Oh, my God. So we understand that it's Jesus and him only. Oh, my God. There is none other name given among men whereby what? We must be saved. Isn't that in the book of Acts? We still at the point, Elder, in 2021, where folks that's supposed to be handling the gospel, supposed to have revelation, supposed to have these revelation gifts, can't even master the basics of the doctrine. <laughs> there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. It's the name of Jesus. Of the book of Philippians, Paul was talking to the church at Philippi. Every knee shall bow. Huh? Every. Now, if it was another God, wouldn't we have to bow one knee to this one and another knee to that one? You only got two knees. Come on. You're going to make the other two jealous, Larry. You don't bow to this one. Huh, baby dog, you done put another knee to another God. Huh, ain't you glad you just got one God to bow to? Huh, we can just get it over with at one time. <laughs> Come on here. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that who is Lord? Jesus is Lord. Oh, my God. <sighs> To the glory of God the Father. And that is Jesus. Whew. So we got a lot of mixed stuff going on. They're mixing uh, the doctrine of Jesus Christ and the apostles' doctrine with Trinitarian junk. And with humanism. And they just mixing stuff. When God said he will not be mixed. Well, you can't mix this. Huh? Worldly ideas and philosophy. Huh? Paul said it was vain. It's fruitless. It's not going nowhere. Ooh. My God. So let's talk about giving heed to a seducing spirit. <laughs> seducing spirits are rulers of the darkness of this world. They're known as deceiving spirits, pretenders. Oh, we got a church world full of pretenders. Pretending to be saved, pretending to be the called of God. Huh? You ought to be able to see the pretenders. Because see, the pretenders, they can't go through nothing. They ain't going to last long. Huh? They don't produce no fruit. And eventually they'll start dropping off. Huh? Church attendance will start dropping off. Huh? 
they'll come up with a bunch of excuses because they pretended they're not the real deal. Huh? They're not truly faithful to God. Huh? They're faithful for their agenda. Huh? And not God's. They entice you in all types of immorality. Paul said in the book of Galatians, Oh, you foolish Galatian, who have bewitched you? This was seducing me. You've been bewitched. You've been hoodwinked. Huh? That's why you got to watch yourself. Huh? That you don't be, be hoodwinked. Oh, you got to watch that smooth talking. Oh, those ones that with those big flattery words. You know, we get impressed by flattery. But God is not impressed by flattery. Huh? Come on here. So in the book of 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, we'll talk about that for a minute. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers. This is plain. We ain't got to pull out a dictionary for this. Oh, for all of these fancy talking and smooth talking hirelings uh, that folks is gravitating to. And they right here in this scripture. No infinite woo. So they cut out the homosexual bishop and preacher. Oh. Huh? The word of God is strictly against it. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Nor thieves. You hooking and crooked preachers and teachers lying to the people. Huh? Swindling and robbing the saints so your pocket can get full. Oops. I'm sure y'all know some of them too. Huh? The word of God is preaching against them. <laughs> Nor drunk, nor covetous, woo. Nor drunkards. Oh, they just sliced out a whole bunch right there. Oh, you done heard about them? The ones that preach in the pulpit or preach a good fiery sermon and leave out and then getting drunk. Huh? Going to have a bottle of wine. Hmm? Nor fathers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Ooh, that's some tough stuff. It covers everything. Huh? God said ain't none of this stuff getting by. See, we think, you know, we can fool the people. Huh? We can put up a facade for people. But God see everything. Woo! My God. And he'll let you go on and go on and go on till you get ready to hang yourself. He'll give you enough rope. Give you enough rope. Huh? And then eventually, what God do, he pulled the sheets off. And he exposed them because they refused to repent. They refused to come out. They refused to turn away from 
were pretenders of righteousness, deceiving spirits, because it's all kinds of seduction and seducing spirits that have gone out into the world. Oh, my God. Oh, you, you listen to some of this stuff. They got some powerful lies. Huh? Fancy lies. And you know, lies, they known to get out farther than the truth. <laughs> huh? Come on here. Oh, my God. We got some fancy talking folks, some smooth talking. Oh, you listen long enough. And you'll be like, oh, that's why you can't listen to a bunch of junk. You got to be careful even these books read. These motivational books. You go to the Christian bookstore now. You see the kind of content that they got in the Christian bookstore. Huh? It is motivational based. It has no doctrine. Huh? I can do what I believe I can do. I can say and you know I'm just free. Better watch your free self. Oh, you better hone it in. Huh? You better have some discipline. Oh, that's a dirty word right there. We don't want no discipline. Because discipline tell you huh, that you can't do any and everything and be saved. You can't say any and everything and be saved. You can't do what you want to do and be called a child of God. You got to watch yourself. The Bible says, watch how you stand, lest ye fall. Because it's easy to fall out. <laughs> and see, folks took it for granted that we've been playing church and playing church down through the years and didn't realize it's easy for you to get off. And it's so hard to get back on. That's right. Huh? Let's read verse 11. Oh. So some of this stuff was some of us at one time. Huh? And hopefully we done got delivered. <laughs> but ye are what? You are washed. See, that's why it's so important that you get washed with the water of the word. You got to let the word wash you. Because we get contaminated. We get vexed huh, by everything that's going on in the world around us. We get stuff in our crawl that ain't right. We get stuff in our mind that's crazy. You need to be washed with the water of the word. That's what purges you. That's what washes you. You sanctified by the truth. That word is truth. Uh-huh. It's such with some of you. That's right. God was the one that said it. It blows my mind. Why we get mad at the preacher? Why we get mad at the word? 
Don't, don't buck up against God. Woo! <laughs> With your bad self, huh? You some man, what you mad for? Huh? When the word come to help you. When the word come to wash you. When the word come to clean you. When the word come to build your faith up. What you getting mad for? I understand, church full of mad folk. Get mad at the word. Huh? Yeah, go buck up the dog. God, I'm tired of you telling me about myself. I'm tired of you preaching on me. Go buck up against God then. Huh? Go complain to God if you don't like the way the word is coming out. Because it's coming out what thus saith the Lord through the personality of the preacher. And if it's coming hot, you need to let it burn some stuff off of you. You need to let it burn some stuff out of you. You need a good hot word. Huh? Because sin is hot. Huh? And it's even hotter. Sure enough. <laughs> because when God sent a hot word off the press, huh, he's coming to deal with some stuff. Huh? Oh my God. Huh? See, he's not a God huh, that comes up huh, and likes to pity pat around. Huh? Oh, God ain't got time to pity pat with his people. He got to tell you what you need to do in order to be saved. Huh? So you know it. a strong word. You got time to be pity patting around with you. Because <laughs> it ain't no good thing in this flesh. Huh? This flesh will get loud and then it'll get funky <laughs> just like an old billy goat. And it'll get out of hand. It'll get out of control. You need a strong word. You got a strong personality. And you mean to tell me you want a weak, watered-down way? I got the Bible. I can deal with it saying I can do. I can be what it says I want it to be. Huh? I can be the greatest self. And I just believe in who I am. And then I can be just like you. You want to listen to that kind of garbage? Hmm? <laughs> well, come on. Where do it say? Can you can y'all point it out? Where son? Can, can you find it in the scripture? Where it said, "Believe in you." Huh? Can 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 y'all find it? It said, "Believe in Jesus." <laughs> That's who you better believe in, and we're struggling to do that, huh? Believe in Jesus only. <laughs> That's all the self-motivation you need is Jesus. Huh? Jesus saved me. Jesus healed me. Jesus delivered me. Jesus set me free from sin and shame. Uh, he came and redeemed my life from destruction. That's the motivation you need right there. Should listen to these lies and garbage. Because the thing about error, error spreads like cancer. It's like gangrene. 
Have y'all ever seen somebody that had a gangrenous wound? It's hard to deal with gangrene. Once gangrene set in, if you can't restore the blood flow and the oxygen to the tissue, then the whole extremity or that area dies off. And then they end up having to cut it off because it can go into the system. Uh-oh, I see it now. It gets into your system and it infects your whole body. So that's why you can't let a little bit of error get in your crawl because it can creep up and infect your whole spirit. Just a little bit, that's all it takes. Huh? It's just subtle. Huh? Those little subtle things. Just like I was telling y'all, listening to a preacher, and then she gonna slip in the Trinity. Well, it just messed up the rest of the rest the message to me. It turned it off. Because the Bible says a little leaven. Leaven the whole lump. Huh? It, it make the whole thing messed up just by that little bit that they try to ease in there. Mm, that's why you got to know the word for yourself. Huh? That's why you got to study. That's why you should be attentive to the word of God. That's why you should take notes. Uh, that's why you need to be at, at every Bible study, Sunday school, listen to the word. Folks, y'all got to eat. It ain't that the word ain't being preached. It ain't preaching nothing new. Huh? God may reiterate something, huh, down the line that you see that we need. It ain't nothing new. It's the same messages, the same word, huh? But the problem is, is folks ain't needing. A lot of times, and then not only here, but if you go to other ministries, you rarely see people taking notes hmm? because they want to shout and have a praise break, huh? Instead of paying attention to the word that's being spoken, hmm? Saints, you got to do more than speak in tongues and shout. You got to do more than run around the church seven times and give your offering. You better be paying attention to everything that's coming across to you because your very life depends on. Don't y'all know your soul is at stake? Huh? I ain't got time to be entertaining no hiring. My soul is at stake, Ella. Your soul is at stake. Your soul is at stake, saints. And folks is not taking things serious. And now God has got our attention because the whole church world has shifted. It ain't church like it used to be a few years ago. Now God is getting our attention. Not only are sinners dying from the virus, but saints are going home to sleep too. Now God has our attention. Huh? Because there is a shifting woo, going on in the kingdom. 
Churches are closing down. People are not able to go to church like they used to go to church. Uh, not able to have those big fancy conferences like they used to have and charging the saints hundreds of dollars to attend a conference. You mean you charging the saints for a word? They don't pay all this money for your fancy conferences and then you can't even give them a cookie and a sandwich after. They got to pay for the food too. It's got our attention now because it's too much foolishness that's going on. My God. Yeah, there's a sifting going on. Even when it comes down to music, how many of you listen to some of the radio stations? I don't listen to the local station. But if you listen now to the type of music even on Pandora, because I, I play my Pandora while I'm working, and sometimes I play uh, YouTube. But if you listen to the music in this time, I'm asking a question. Versus the music, say, 20 years ago of the old church, there is no comparison. Huh? Do I have any witnesses in the house? The music that brought us through hard times, mother. The songs, the old hymns. How many of you hear a hymn now? Huh? You didn't hear any hymns, mother. It used to be a time, brother Lamont, I remember going to church as a little girl. That's all we had was the hymn books. Because we didn't have this fancy stuff they got going on now with the big old bands. You know, most most churches, they got big old bands. Two or three dramas, three or four people on the keyboard and one on the ham and organ. And they got the trumpets and they got the bass and the guitar. And they have all that. But what they had, they had songs uh, with power and conviction. Uh, they was hard felt uh, uh, because they were singing it uh, out of their heart, uh, out of sincerity unto the Lord. Uh, now it's weak and washed down. It ain't moving nothing. That's right. Because the spirit behind it. You got to watch the spirit behind what is going across the airways. Yes, sir. Right. Jesus. That's right. So they let you know how far we have drifted off. Hmm? That's why you got to fight even harder now. Because you see the difference in this present day church as when you first got saved. Mother, when you first got saved, didn't you hear the songs of Zion and they proclaimed the name of Jesus? You had hymns that brought conviction and they brought the power of God down in the house. Now you can sing all day long. Ain't nothing happening. These young people, mother, they think they got it so hard. They ain't got it hard. Huh? You got it hard. They don't know nothing about hard time, brother Lamont. Huh? When Big Mama Nim was coming up and Mud Deals was coming up and Papa's Nim, huh? 
they had some hard times. Huh? We got it good now. Honey, you got it made in the shade. You ain't got it hard. Huh? You ain't came through, huh? A black only a water fountain and having to sit at the back of the bus and you better not say nothing you in. You didn't have to go through that. Huh? You getting the scraps and you working your uh all day and all night and barely getting enough to buy a loaf of bread. You ain't going through nothing. Huh? Well, they're picking cotton, but they were singing unto the Lord. Huh? While they was out there in the fields, huh? most of them had to quit going to school. Huh? Couldn't even go to school huh? because they had to work in the field. Huh? They had to pick cotton. Huh? They had to bring some money home. Huh? Oh, they was going through hard afflictions, huh? hard trials. Huh? They was being whooped. Huh? Oh, they was being called everything but a child of God. Huh? Treated like dirt, treated like trash. Huh? Oh, but they still love the Lord. They depended on God. They sung while they picked and while they worked. How I got over. How I got over. My soul looked back and wonder how I got over. I don't see nothing like that no more. They think God owns something. That's right, Elder. We so privileged now. We think God owes when we come through the door. You know, our attitudes are horrible. Oh, my God. God don't owe us nothing. We don't even come in with gratitude and thanksgiving for the little that we got. Oh, my God. We find every reason to complain because stuff ain't going our way. Oh, it ain't about you. Oh, God is a supplier of every need. You may not have everything you want, but you sure got what you need. And you ought to at least give God some thanks for supplying your need. Ooh. My God. So everything has gotten corrupt. And you got you got to stand on what you know is truth. The music industry is now being ruled by another spirit. The promoters are the same promoters. You listen to these gospel artists now. They being promoted by the same ones that promote 50 Cent. Hmm? Lady Gaga. Huh? They got the same promoters. And they supposed to be godly. The same ones as promote Kanye West with his crazy self. The same ones as promote Beyonce. Huh? And she intertwined with the Illuminati. Huh? Got the big pyramid. You know, they, they, they got the pyramid sign. But see, folks don't watch that kind of stuff. Huh? Because that stuff is deeply rooted in Baal and Ashtaroth worship. Huh? The eye. Huh? And folks just go along with it. The same ungodly promoters of what's promoting Christian music. Huh? So somewhere along the line, saints, they got to compromise. Somewhere along the line. Because it's the same system. Mm. So you mean to tell me those seducing spirits, huh? 
the same systems of the world is what we have to deal with. Huh? Those are the ones you should be praying against. Huh? What does scripture say? That we wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood? But against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world. Hmm? Spiritual wickedness, where is it at? It's in high places. So that's what the saints is constantly having to battle and struggle again. Oh. That's right. But you ain't wrestling with folks. You're wrestling with the spirit that's in the boat. So it's all about the money now. Even in the music world, it's all about marketing. It's all about the money. Huh? They're not going to sing songs with power and conviction because it don't draw the money. The generation now is not going to Go after that type of music that brings any conviction against sin, that that really elevates the name of Jesus, that promotes the name of Jesus. They can go after that. Huh? No anointing and no power. Huh. They're making the music now all about the culture. Y'all done heard that word. It's all about the culture now. But the culture is corrupt. Huh? The corrupt is wicked and evil. Huh? So now you're going to make music or adopt the world's practices, which is based on corruption, and then call it Christian music. Y'all to listen to some of these lyrics of these so-called Christian rappers. Listen to some of these lyrics. Well, see, that's a problem. We like the beat. Because the beat does something to us. Uh, that's what attracts you to the beat. Huh? That's what gets the young folks especially because it causes something in their brain to increase endorphins. Huh? It's called dopamine. that hype music. Huh? It's a part of seduction, saints. Like I told you before, it's easy to get off. <laughs> and let's deal with the doctrines of devils for a minute. I hope this is helping somebody this morning. We got humanistic doctrines of self-love, self-esteem, Men depending upon self rather than depending on God. Then humbly seeking God, they seek self-promotion. And you can find that to be true even in people like Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry. Oh, them some of y'all favorite stars right there.